from the coronavirus? I don't know. All right, we're starting. <laughs> yeah, all right, baby. That's just a job. Starting. It's part of the job. All right, we're on. We're live. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have. All right, it. hey, welcome to the Mentality Show, folks. It is Wednesday. It is April 15th. We are here live with you on uh, Zoom right now. This is the way to go. This is how everybody's communicating in today's world. We are living in a different world, a different time. As you know, this is like our third or fourth episode, I don't remember, on uh, Zoom right now. And I got my brothers, and we have a couple of special guests here on the show today that we are bringing here to you. But let me remind you folks out there, I am your host, Delano. <coughs> My other host, we got Tech C here that I'm looking at right now. Say what's up to what the up? folks, Tech C. What's up, folks? Tech C. <laughs> <laughs> then I got my man, KC. What's up, KC? I'm a coronavirus god. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Vato V. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, Miraza? Como estamos? Represent, represent all the folks, all the Hispanic brothers and sisters out there. And then I got my uh, guy. He's so white, he's red. Welcome to the show, Scully. What's up, Scully? Yeah! Ow! <laughs> hey, cheers, fuckers. I didn't drink Corona before this started, so uh, I'm old school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to fuck with Corona these days. And then we have a very special guest. Uh, actually, ladies first. Uh, we're going to introduce, she's one of our uh, most, I guess, outspoken fans on the show. Uh, <laughs> She watches every show, and she's one of our number one supporters. Of course, she has to be because her man is one of our hosts on the show, Mr. Bato V. Please welcome to the show, Miss Rosie. What's up, Rosie? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Call her Rosie the Riveter. The original Riveter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard she's a real Riveter in bed. No, I'm just calling her. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> And then I got, we have a very special guest. He's been on the show several times before. You've asked about him many, many times. And he is back by popular demand. We love him on the show. He is our man. He is the man. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Tom Katzis. You guys have been hired by the uh, Health Division of Los Angeles looking for a really attractive African-American who's been harassing women. Oh, wait, we're okay. We're okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just looked at Adele and no, we're fine. We're fine. Oh, <laughs> man. You got me all excited there, Tommy. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. Um, again, I mentioned this is our fourth show, third or fourth show, something like that. Um, we usually talk about so many things on the show, relationships, love, sex, mm -hmm. uh, depression, uh, all those things here. But, I mean, to talk about anything else besides what's going on in the world right now would just seem – nonsensical uh coronavirus that's a big thing that's why we're all separated right now except for b and rosie and i they're actually in my house right now uh we'll get into that later. but uh they didn't have anywhere else to go folks they're homeless but anyway hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you're under 10 people and uh whoever's making those rules can go fuck themselves anyway that's yeah. right Scully. that's right and we're gonna talk about that too the under 10 people rule so let's get into it folks um uh How's your week been? I like to talk about that first. How's, how's your week changed? How has life changed for you since this whole thing? This is our fourth week under quarantine right now. It's been a month. They've extended this whole thing to May 15th, at least here in California. Donald Trump is talking about extending or uh, actually bringing people back to work as soon as possible by May 1st even. Um, uh, so he wants to get the economy going. What are your thoughts, folks? I know I just threw so many questions out there. Who wants to talk first about this? First of all, how was your week? Well, I, I was starting to look like V, like v with the hair, so I decided to give myself a haircut. Just, That's just good. Layers and, you know, faded myself up. A little closer to the camera. We want to see. You actually look pretty good, bro. Hey, before, this, before and after. <laughs> v looks like a microphone. It looks good, man. I know. Like a, like a Q-tip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, haircuts have gone up to 40 bucks now because they come out and people are doing it out of their garage. For real. <laughs> Tell you my lady, let me borrow one of her clips. <laughs> With so many people struggling these days. I, I was telling Dylan earlier that, uh, that, that there's a barber 
and here in West Covina that that uh was succumbed of the virus and passed away. So oh shit, yeah, he must have been cutting hair after they told people to stop. And uh, that's fucked up. So, yeah, yeah. Cutting hair on the side, probably. Yeah. So you see, see, you just brought up something. So you know someone personally? Did you know him personally? I, I didn't know him personally. Oh okay. okay. Has anyone in this panel? Does anyone in this panel know anyone who's personally passed away or even caught the virus? Hey, well, I know somebody personally because it's one of my coworkers. Um, you know, they have it. It's a couple of them actually that have it, and uh, you know, I, I reached out to her and you know, I just told her like so much I can do, but you know, I, I offered her whatever help I possibly can in regards to you know. I don't want to say making her feel better, but what? But it's just, uh, it's just one of those where, like, what can you do in, in a situation like this? You know what I mean? Like, you can't do anything about it. Like, just pray and hope that everything turns out well for them. You know what I mean? Are, are they doing okay? Because I, I know who you're talking about, but are they doing okay? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But you know what? I She's doing okay. Um, I texted her today. Uh, no response. So I'm like, oh, shit. But... I'm hoping she's doing well. You know what I mean. But the last it's time you spoke up, were they getting symptoms or were they or were they? Sick? Yeah, she had she has the symptoms. She has a uh, uh, you know fever and um, oh wow, had the fever. She had chills. Uh, I don't know about a cough or anything like that, but she did have a fever. She was tested and it turned out that she was positive. So wow. you know they're home right now and she's doing her thing. But uh, you know I wish her well. I'm praying for her and I told her like there's so much we can do and you know mm-hmm. I mean. What else can we? What else can we do? We can't go over there and try to cheer up because that's not a, you know. The uh, danger is, you guys, that if uh, you start to have compromised uh, breathing, you got to get in right away, regardless, because yes, when that breathing gets compromised. You could go from zero to dead if you don't get on a ventilator. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the that's the urgent thing about that. Yeah, it could happen just like that. It could happen so fast, and it could happen overnight. You could be sleeping, and all of a sudden you just can't breathe. And, you know, you're going to have to call someone. Hopefully you have some loved ones around to get you to the hospital as soon as possible. A man like myself, you know, I live alone. So, you know, last week I started to get a little sore in my chest. I tell you, I started thinking about, I started thinking the worst. I was thinking, wow, who's going to, you know, who's going to take care of me? And, and, you know, what am I going to do as far as taking care of myself if I get this thing? It was very scary. Turns out the next day I was okay. Uh, maybe it was just a little anxiety I was feeling, but Frank you really had, had a fart. Maybe <laughs> had, some, had a little gas or something. Gas. I don't know. I it was that. a fart bubble. <laughs> That's the biggest thing, Delano. You just brought up a really good point, man. The biggest thing people are suffering from out of this virus is anxiety and stress yeah. because the majority of people don't have it, won't get it. The ones who do are getting mm-hmm. over it. It's a very small percentage of our population that even has issues with it. Yeah. Tony brought up a good point about that because Franklin, I about two weeks ago woke up in the middle of the night. I do have asthma, but it's under control and my breathing was a little compromised. I literally was, should I get the hell in the car right away? Luckily, I'm in Sherman Oaks. I'm only two miles away from the urgent care ER. Oh shit, you're in Sherman Oaks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, I'm in the hood. We need to get, to get, get together after the show. We talk about some stuff. But, uh, that, that's what you said. He's alive. Tony made a good comment about the fact that when you're living alone, it amplifies you when you're not feeling quite right. Think, wait a minute. How is my breathing? So right. it's a concern. Right, right. Especially, Tom, Tommy, I want to get into that a little bit with you. Um, you are a man of a certain age. And... Um, you know, we're not going to say how old you are. Thank we'll just, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll just say you're not 42. We'll just say you and Jesus are cousins. <laughs> um, but you are part of that society that they said in the beginning has to really worry about this. Now, of course, everybody has to worry about it, even African-Americans, they say. But especially people in your age range, how are you and maybe others your age adjusting with this whole thing and, and, and tell me not to put your business out there too much, but you live alone. You're not married. Um, I mean, how scary is this for you? Well, first of all, I am in that age bracket that's very vulnerable. But because I'm good looking, I'm excluded from ever getting COVID-19. So I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, you've got to be careful. You know, uh, if you're asymptomatic, you feel awesome. And then all of a sudden you go contact somebody if you're not careful, not wearing your mask when you're in public. That's what they're, they're afraid of not getting enough testing done because if they can find out where some of the 
collections of the infections are, they can then see, okay, this person's already recovered from it, and we get that herd thing going on. But no, if you're past 65, you got to be really, really smart about it. I'll go to Ralph's with a mask on maybe once a week. Uh, Trader Joe's, people must be in the cult at Trader Joe's. You drive by Trader Joe's, and they're lined up like lemmings rushing to the sea. I don't get it myself. Yes. And they're close together. Yes. Yeah, no social distancing whatsoever. So I feel pretty blessed, Franklin. I feel very fortunate that I'm still very athletic, blocking your shots when we get back to playing basketball again. <laughs> now we know that something's, something's, some corona got to your head or something. Um, but, yeah, Tommy, see, and you brought up another good point. You're our special guest today, so I'm going to fire a lot of questions at you. You, uh, most of your life, have taken care of yourself. You're very athletic. You're doing the walking right now. You're, you're – staying in some type of shape to keep your immune system up and that type of thing. Do you have any advice for any of our listeners out there who are in that, who is in that age range, who, uh, you know, what can they do as far as keeping themselves, keep that, keeping that immune system up and keeping themselves in good health? Well, believe it or not, you guys, uh, always playing hoops all my life, I was really not aware of the value of walking. So for the first two weeks, I was kind of getting to be that couch potato. And then two Sundays ago, I started walking. Yesterday, I walked 4.2 miles in two installments. And today, I already did like a mile and a half. I'll do some walking later. But tell the people out there, walk a little bit every other day. Walk several times a week. It'll relieve stress. It'll help you keep your sanity. And I think that uh, Scully made a good point about that. Everybody's kind of like, we're all really feeling a lot of the same feelings. So get out there, walk around a little bit call a friend maybe in the evening, do some FaceTime like Franklin and I did. A buddy of mine, we did some FaceTime, a.k.a. Delano. And, you know, do those things. And I like FaceTime. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking, speaking of FaceTime, uh, Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> uh, now, you and Vato, you're in a relationship. He's made it official on the show. He's announced it. Uh two have been spending a lot of time together throughout this whole uh, coronavirus thing. How has this affected your relationship? Has it brought you to, you know, has it made you closer uh, or further apart? Um, you know, I don't think it's actually changed the dynamic very much. Just because of the fact that we are already social distancing. Yeah. Um, so at this point, it hasn't really changed. Let me tell you, I think FaceTime has a lot to do with it. So really social distancing, we've been doing that for quite a little bit now, so it's okay. Social distancing, you and V have been social distancing for a well, while? Oh, what did he do wrong? What did he do wrong? Why are you staying away from him? What did he do? Look, <laughs> it's that haircut. Look at her. She was. Well, no, well, she was. Oh, she was okay, actually, okay. She was. Well, she was actually sick. So I was yeah. sick. I actually was tested for COVID nineteen. Um, I went in with a lot of difficulty breathing. Um, I didn't. I had, I had somewhat of a cough, but it wasn't anything out of the norm. And because I had, um, what was it? Bronchopneumonia. For, for about twice in the six period, period. They, they did do a test, they did an EKG, and, and shoved a very large Q-tip up my nostril, up to my brain, touched it, came back out, and they were like, you, you have to wait five days. Um, my chest x-ray showed that I had some hazy infiltrates in the lungs itself, so they, I mean, the doctor went from talking to me right next to me to standing about three feet away from me and being like, you're probably going to get worse before you get better, and you probably have it. Uh, luckily, it came back negative. Uh, they first test for influenza. That's what they first do right off the bat. They test you for influenza A and B, SARS. <laughs> they test you for just about everything, and then you have to wait the full five days to get your COVID-19 results. Rosie, that, did I think, is the scariest part because you're sitting there not knowing, do I have it, don't I have it, not to mention I have little ones. I have parents that are over the age of 65. And what do I do? Do I stay away? Do I keep away? I was wearing a mask for the most part when I did have them because I did have my little ones with me. Um, and I did have to at some point visit my parents because they were like, well, you need to come and eat and we need to make sure that you're okay. Mm -hmm. So being over there meant I have my own cup. Nobody touch it. I have my own plate. I have my own fork, my own spoon. It was really, really stressful and really, really difficult. Did you get part. tested? You got tested for everything, including all the H's, right? All the H's, and let me tell you, unlike you, Delano, I'm here. 
But look, see, on my side, like, you know, no, obviously knowing her and worried about her, I was really worried about her because, you know, like, what the hell am I going to do for her if I can't, there's nothing I can do. And when you guys touched on it, we're like, you guys, you guys live by yourselves and stuff like that, you know, and it's like, what the fuck can anybody else do for you guys? Nothing. There's nothing anybody can do for you. Like, it's just, it's sad. You know what I mean? Like, let me tell you, at that emergency room that I was at, there was a gentleman who was there by himself. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm talking very, very, very older gentleman. Everybody, mute yourself. He's talking. Yeah, there's an echo. You guys yeah, yeah. Great. Everybody mute yourself when Rosie's talking, and then it'll be okay. I think V needs to mute himself. Yeah, yeah they're too close together. It's them over there. They're too close. They're too close. It's either them. If you're not social distancing, it throws everything off. That's what the government does now. They're tapping See, into this right here. Zoom proves that social distancing is vital. Yes. Hey, Don't you. know, go away. That sounds better. <laughs> you sound awesome now. V, are you muting yourself? When she talks? Okay, great, great, great. Let's just keep V on mute anyway. Hey, so five days to get your test results? Is that, is that still the case? That is still the case. It's actually, a long time. I think it's a little bit longer, actually, to be honest with you. Now, they're going, because I was tested on a, on a Tuesday. I went in on Tuesday. I didn't get my results until that following Monday. Wow. And they don't release your results. I mean, they literally, they, they told you, you're either going to get a call from the CDC telling you what you need to do next, or you're going to get a call from the uh, records department saying, oh, you're good, you can go. Or you're going to get a call from the Grim Reaper. Yeah, no, I, I got a call from the hospital saying you came back negative <clears throat> for COVID-19, which was a huge relief, so. Yeah. I, I love when the hospital calls me and says it's negative. Oh, Is that <laughs> so often, good. Casey? Is that really often for you? It's been there's been some scenarios. Yeah. In the last six months. How many times? Uh, hey, I love it. <clears throat> hey, uh, all of our cases would be clean for like like a clean slate for a whole year. It'd be like baby. <laughs> <laughs> KC, does uh, what about when the bank calls you and tells you it's negative? <laughs> I tell I tell everybody else. I tell everybody else. Shit, I I you should have got yours early. I got the money in my pocket. I right. Got it when I got paid. Everybody fault. got their money except for me. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I've not got my money yet, man. Hey, hey uh, you know why? Because hey, you're from Arkansas and you got it last, so it's okay. <laughs> I see, man. I see. That's some fucking. That's some fucking repression right there, bro. You need to talk to them about that. Yeah, dude. I, I've gone online with the IRS and I, I did a, a whole little thing with the IRS, and I think they sent my check or something to the to my IRS to my tax guy. So I have to. I have to track it, and that was a whole oh, headache today. You, uh, uh, you can forget it. That's that's too you much. You ain't getting it. They're like, uh, sir, you owe. <laughs> yeah. Next will happen for a couple of weeks, dude. If if it's not direct deposit, you, it'll be a bit. I think they so. Said, are you from, from Arkansas? You. <laughs> What's that? Whoever's living in your la your old apartment is gonna get that check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, I mean, they go by your last. I mean, I thought they they go by your um, your account number and routing number, and of course, my that hasn't no, changed. No, you just don't have direct deposit. Yeah, maybe I didn't have direct deposit or something. But I, have, direct, have you done your taxes? If you did your taxes already, it this year or last year it should come to. I didn't you. Yeah, you have to have done eight, 2018 to to get. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, so start filing your taxes, bro. Fuck you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I do because my taxes. Do taxes. I do my taxes. I did my taxes for the last two months. Shame. <laughs> but if you know yourself, shame. you're probably fucking it up. Paying, paying taxes. Paying taxes at the store is not doing your taxes. <laughs> well, when everybody said they got paid, <clears throat> I had to check with KC. I was like, if KC got paid, I know this is not a racist thing. <laughs> um, uh, he said he got paid, so I know it has nothing to do with my race, man. But anyway, so, uh, Scully, you've been quiet over there. What's up, buddy? There's just a lot of people right here, man. I got all <laughs> kinds of things on my mind. You know what? Like, everyone was like, did you get your stimulus check? I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? 
if uh, you're trying to say, did the government give me some of my fucking money back? Yes, they did. Your own money back, yeah. Yeah. That's my money, dude. They take too much. Thanks for giving me a little bit of back. If you could do that on a quarterly basis, we'll be cool. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're gonna get it back. They're gonna get it back next year when you file taxes again. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody made that point. Well, actually, they won't. Actually, dude. On a serious note, they're not. It's not. It's not gonna. No one has to pay it back. And they actually just today came out and said that it's not gonna have any effect on any deductions or anything like that. So it should be good, clean. Just getting your money back. That's what they tell you, but. Well, they're going to take it anyway, man. We we have an open fucking this is up the rate when they tax you in 2021 or 22. That's it. That's it. They're going to tax you more next in the next couple of years to get that money back. I believe what you just said there, Texie. Yeah. If you're an independent contractor, guys, which I am, I can apply for uh, some type of relief or reprieve being an independent contractor. Uh, because this whole coronavirus has affected my business insurance. I have my own insurance business. So. You're supposed to have been working, though. Uh, you know what? Oh, sorry. Go Tom. ahead, Tom. What'd you say, Tommy? You're supposed to have been doing some work, Delano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, they Bobby. just started. Hey, hey, Delano. They just started addressing uh, 1099 self-employed and all that today. So, I. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. that. Might be your problem. It's going to be a bit. You're going to you'll get paid something, but it's going to be a bit. They're just putting that together. If Prosec mail, prostitution is not a job, it'll be like two months by mail. <laughs> direct deposit, as you know, we got people got in the direct deposit, but mail don't count on it for two or three more months. Oh God! And they haven't. If anybody want to donate, go fund me, then send it to Delano at the mentality. <laughs> ah, bro, I'm taking my check. Hold the fucking socialism. Hey, but. They're, the only problem is, is they haven't coded eating ass for a living. So once <laughs> you code for that, you'll be paid. Oh, man, I'm a millionaire if that's the case, man. <laughs> Pay me my money. Pay me my money. Uh, so, Tommy, hey, you work in the healthcare industry. Uh, how is this whole thing affecting that industry, the healthcare industry? Really great question. And by the way, you guys, California, because we're a wealthier state and we have a great government here, is still letting people apply to cover California till June 30th. And a lot of the carriers are even extending that. So if you don't get a subsidy and you don't qualify for Medicaid or Medi-Cal, I've been helping, I've been really busy. I've been helping a lot of people that got a notice the last day of March, the company canceled their group health plan. They didn't have any coverage, but because they gave a letter from the employer that was able to get them coverage on Covered California for an April 1st effective date, People are feeling very vulnerable about this. And, you know, if you guys have been trying to get unemployment, you can imagine what a wreck that is. So I've been actually crazy busy. Twice a day, I'll sneak out to go through a drive through Starbucks. Uh, earlier, I did a little bit of walking. But, no, it's been busy. But uh, I've been following the quarantine rule carefully as well. That's good. That's good. Everything you said, I have no idea what you just said. But sounds good to me, Tommy. <laughs> That's good to me, man. Hey, hey you know what? I, we have a, a family thing going on right now where we're uh, needing to deal with Medi-Cal. And I'm, I'm actually learning a lot about the fact that if you need Medi-Cal, they fucking take everything you own. Really? Well, wow. Scully, what they do, Scully, is it's such a weird – I'm not a Medi-Cal expert, but people have told me that if they're making up to like so many thousands of dollars and not very much, the minute you go a few above that minimum – then they kick you out of Medi-Cal, and then you can't afford insurance anyway. It's pretty screwed up. Yeah, no, it's you, we're, we're dealing with, right, and we'll keep this short because I could go on all, all night about it. But, uh, yeah, basically, they'll take the Social Security check that you have coming in and leave you with nothing, like, like, like 20, 30 bucks. And if it goes beyond a certain amount, they'll take whatever they can out of any home you own also once that thing is sold and it's a big mess people need to know that man you just a lot of people think that medical is it's just true. some cut and dry that the taxpayers pay for and it's not man if you end up in, if you're of an older age and you end up needing it man everything social you distancing <laughs> not happening uh damn so, yeah, so what y'all over there do it what y'all trying to do Where'd you go, Rosie? Oh, uh, so hey, I was gonna. Hey, so you're right, Scully. You're right, Scully. It's a problem. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as good as people think it is. So stop posing, Delano. That's what women say about Delano and sex. It's not as good as you think it is. <laughs> so we are, uh, Vato V and myself and Rosie, we're kind of proving to the world right now that, uh, you know, the rule is less than 10 when it comes to social distancing. If you're going to have some type of get together, as long as it's less than 10 people, you're actually somewhat safe. You know, Rosie, you want to get in here? <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you my Caucasian friend. My Caucasian friends in Sherman Oaks would not approve of you three right now. They would be like, what the, you guys are hurting the environment. What is going on? <laughs> what you a lot of people actually make sure you guys have got your pants on there. That's all we care about. There, there's a story, and it was like a, uh, a couple, they had their anniversary, and they decided to have a dinner. And they thought like, oh, it's less than 10. We'll have a dinner. Well, the husband of the couple whose anniversary it was ended up catching corona from somebody in that party and died. So... <laughs> Less than 10, you can still get it. <laughs> that was more than 10. That was more than 10. I saw the same story. Texas trying to put fear out man. there. He's a fear monger. He's a fear. He's a, he's a whore. Uh, they're trying to put uh, you know, these, these stories. I saw the same story, Tech. Read it again. It was more than 10 people. And the guy was black, so come on. <laughs> yeah, and he probably had underlying conditions and all that crap, hey, too. But, but you then, know what, you guys? Hey, again, check out the post. Check out the post I put on Instagram about an hour or so ago, I actually put the numbers in perspective for people. I didn't share the, the actually the numbers are there. The numbers are real, but I did it based off population, man. And nothing is even more than a half a percent. So people really need to start looking at the good. Hey, but, but then again, look, look whose house we're in and look his, look at his race. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are dead now, man. I mean, your quarantine starts today. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I work from home, so it's fine. I can self quarantine. Already quarantined. You guys be all right. As long as you're healthy, you're good, man. I, mean. <laughs> I cannot imagine being in the house all day. No, I am so blessed. Even though I'm out there in the streets, I would, I would, I would fucking, I don't know, create drugs. I would just do something. <laughs> what you, you know, you know what's uh. Uh, what do you do during the week, Casey? Um, I run. I'm the facilities guy for a building, but it's property management, and we own a lot of properties, so we have to be open. And I'm under the janitorial thing, so I'm. I'm a. They need me. You're an essential. Are you yeah. on Woodman Avenue? Are you on Woodman Avenue? Yeah. <clears throat> and are people still shitting on you? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no. We let's shut down. All the homeless got a. Cribs and showers, they don't they don't be at the building no more. They're, they're chilling. <laughs> Tell them to send Sir, us those homeless are balling. They got more money than you. Tell those some bitches to send me a fucking thank you letter. I see a homeless dude park his Lexus SUV and goes to right there on the one one of Woodman to collect money. And he has a Lexus parked in front of my building every day. Actually, yeah. a lot of those people that are on the on the on the on the uh the exits in the street corners make a whole lot more, more money than the average person. They make a ton of money. Well, now I thought about this. They're, they're not making as much money because there's not as much traffic at these intersections anymore. Oh, no, not anymore, which is a good thing. So that'll go away, hopefully. And nobody wants to touch them. Like, oh, hell no, nigga. I'm keeping my hand in this car. <laughs> no, I, noticed, I noticed traffic has gradually gotten more, more and more. Like when, it, when this first started, I went to work. It was like empty, man. I can get to work in like literally like 30 minutes and now like the other day i noticed like there's more cars on the road like get busy it's getting busy i don't yeah. Yeah. yeah slowly slowly psychologically psychologically people are like oh okay so we, everybody's wearing their masks now maybe i can get out a little bit more and in your car you're isolated in your car yeah 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 and i think in the car you're safe we went to uh we went to we went to the store. We went to the store. It was yesterday, day before. Yeah. We went to the store a couple of days ago, and and it was pretty busy in there. I mean, obviously everybody was wearing their masks and stuff like that. But you know, it was to be honest with you, it's it's very eerie. It's very scary to go out there. You know what I mean? Especially when you got kids and stuff. It's one of those where you're like, ah, no. And there's people out in the there's people out in the streets and shit with their kids. They have their face masks on, but their kids don't. How stupid is that? <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You know what? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that you see people walking right. around 
and they've got face masks on and their toddlers or their babies are just not covered. Opener. I'm like, are you serious right now? What the shit? You know? And guys, think about this. Think about this. Have you heard of too many kids? You haven't really heard of too many children getting this virus. Nope. Right now. I think children are somewhat asymptomatic to this, they said. They, I mean, hey, they're man, still... Look, it does, look, it, it just takes... This, yeah, there's, there's kids out there. It just... All it takes is one, man. It takes one, and it doesn't matter. Like, your kid gets sick, and you cannot see your kid anymore. You know what I mean? You're going to have to isolate. Fuck. You're right about that. You're going to isolate the minute that happens. That's scary, man. Yeah. This is, is very scary, you know? So, like, I was telling her, like, um, you know, she... I was... I told her, like, you know, she went to work, she got sick, um, you know, luckily blessed that she, you know, she came back negative with the virus and stuff, but, like, her bosses were so cool that they hooked her up with a laptop, and now she's working from home, so it's like, fuck, you know, like, just stay I here. Work in, I work in a construction field, so we're technically considered essential. However, I have a lot more interaction with the workers themselves than I do with the general public a lot of the time and they're out in different job sites talking to different people with different people and social distancing yeah they're in construction and they're keeping their distance but there are times when they're having to be very very close to each other and that is where it got very very scary for me really really fast because it was from from the field into the office like less than six feet away from me like there's a counter space between us from the interaction plus they're touching their paperwork and a lot of people i don't know if you notice this but they'll grab their paperwork they cover they cough and then they hand you their paperwork uh, and you not really caring you kind of just grab it put it away because it's not the norm oh you know? no hell no so that's the thing you know that's what i told her like that's what i told her that, well no, and it was very, about a week after that after having come in contact with one worker who was really really sick who ended up, ended up turning out that he had like sepsis of a lung from how bad of an infection he had, that's where I got it. That's where I got sick from because he had come in oh, that day, hell, though. coughed into his paperwork without me actually seeing him cough into it and handed it to me and said, hey, I need you to turn this in. I grabbed it, not really knowing what was going on. He didn't show up for about a week after that. Come to find out he'd been in the hospital that entire time dying. Wrong. And it was a like day after that that I was like, I kept telling him, I was like, I can't breathe. I was like, I feel like I can't breathe. And a lot of it I thought was anxiety. And then when they did the x-ray, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe not. I told her, like, hey, just go, go. She didn't want to go. And I told her, go. I don't care. Just go. You never yeah, don't, don't wait on those things, guys. Don't, yeah. don't be yeah, brave then, in that regard. Right. No, and like I had said, you know, I, you know, just this la at the end of this last year, within less than a six-month period, I'd had bronchial pneumonia twice. Yeah. It's like I got it. Not even six months went by, and I got it again. Right. So technically, yeah, so you would, compromised. If you would have died from that, your your cause of death would have been COVID nineteen. That's where yes. those numbers are coming. So let's keep that. Yeah. For so you're a motherfucker at your job got you sick? Is that what I just heard? Yes. <laughs> oh hell no! Anytime you, you you're got sick, a motherfucker right got put, you. You got every right to put hot coffee in his lap. Like, nigga, what yeah. you doing to get these sick? Well, trust me, I, I was, you know, I was, well, what, what, what can I do? Like, you know, I'm, I'm pissed off, but it's like, this, that shit that happens, like, you know, I'm not going to go over there and start raising hell. And, you know, he's an old man. Uh, you know, he's, he's an old fine. gentleman. Uh, uh, be, the good thing about this whole shit is, like, I couldn't get near her because no. I didn't know what the fuck was so going on. So we were on. really so social it was like, we're really social distancing. And once they said, okay, she's fine, she's, you know, she's, everything's fine, no COVID-19. It's like, okay, you know what? Talk to your boss. Uh, her boss hooked her up, like I said, with a laptop. And fuck, you know, she, I said, just let's just get away from it and just stay home. You know? so I'm blessed with that. I thought she was going to say a lap dance. The boss hooked her up with a lap dance. I was like, that job is loose. Yeah, I think, you know what? You know, okay. really it's need, a construction job. Bunch of dudes. I really Nothing want, but women. I would really like to see you guys all. Let's all put this in perspective. We're, they throw numbers out there that scares the hell out of people. And their numbers aren't accurate, but I took this morning's numbers and actually compared them to the population. I'll make this quick, two points. In California, there's 40 million people. As of this morning, there was like 760 deaths. It could be close to 800. There's a big variation, all right? So that's- 865. Yeah, that's 0.00192% of the population that has died. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> 
Scully. They have 23,000 cases, which is about a half a percent. Okay, Scully, here's the problem, Scully. Forget about all that. When your health workers are dying, sheriffs and highway patrolmen are dying, doctors are dying because of the crush of how this is happening. You're right. When it's all said and done, compared to 8 billion people on the planet, 330 million people in the country, you're absolutely correct. The 50, so that was the state of California. Yeah, the 50,000 are empty. Right, but it makes no difference. We're lucky because we shut our state down early. New York, they're picking dead bodies out there because the healthcare system is crippled. We've never had that happen. Probably in 1918, it, it happened. And I was only two years old then, so you never know. <laughs> no, I get you. I, I, I just started digging into to this stuff about a week ago, and I'm going to start putting everything on blast here real soon because um, like our hospitals are empty. We have all the physicians. We have you live, all the you live in the fucking boonies. We have a, yeah. We have a ton of empty beds. The ERs are a ghost town. Like there's no this whole front line thing doesn't exist in Southern California. But if we don't get more testing and we get too open and too crushed in with people, then we're going to have so many people come down with it. Then it'll be fucked up here. Yeah. Well, no, I get it, but we know how many people are dying, right? That's that's where I'm thinking too, and I'm not arguing with you. Have, have you yeah, looked into New York's numbers? Because they, they're they're it's kind of wild in New York. No, hey, that's crazy. I think we got good leadership in California. We got oh, a good governor. Our, they're on our it. Governor took action quickly, and, and yeah. he's on it. He's smart. He's a smart governor. My philosophy is that, like, even if the numbers are low you don't know if, how your body's going to react to it. Like some people can recover and some people may not like, why take that chance? That's like, if someone told you, if you're going to go out tonight, you have a 50, 50 chance of dying. Like, why would you go out? Stay home. Let me make one more point. And then, then we can move on to someone else's point. There's nothing quick about it. This has been around since November. We're yeah. on, we're on month six. We've only been social distancing for one fucking month. And I have a problem with that. We only have 700 and some odd deaths in six months when that many people die every day in California on a normal day without the virus. That's I, not I, yeah, I, Scully, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, V. No, you know what? I, I, I agree. But, uh, you know, speaking, of with, speaking about New York, see, uh, there's 200 and I'm looking at the stats and there's 214,000 people that are infected. Who knows how many more? They have 11,000. They have almost 12,000 deaths over there. Um, our, our governor was the first one to shut down the entire state. Uh, so I think that, that that really, really helped, you know, because you already know that our, that our, our fearless leader uh, uh, didn't do that shit. So he still doesn't understand how the fuck shut it down. What's up, sir? Hey, guys, I'm not from New York or anything, but I got to defend New York here. One thing we got to keep in mind, New York City is a very dense place. Uh, people are living on top of one another there. It's always been like that. California is more spread out. Than social Are you reading comments from uh, viewers? Because Herrick. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> Did one you just read a comment? said the same thing. He said the same thing? The exact same thing he just said. Yeah, yeah. It's, California, is, it's easier to, to be more spread out. The social distancing thing is a little bit easier. Uh, New York, as I mentioned, you know, I mean, the subways, people are crowded all over the place. Shit, yeah. you, you take a shit, there's somebody right there next to you, you know? So uh, the numbers are going to be way higher, of course. Uh, Cal imagine all the people in California, there's 40 million, as Scully said. Uh, California is a little bit bigger, more spread out. Imagine all those people being put on one island that's about a third of the size, actually a, a fifth of the size of California. Of course, the numbers are going to be higher. So. You know, just in fairness to New York, I think Cuomo is doing a great job out there, despite what's I going agree. on. Well, and of course, I think I think Newsom is doing a kick-ass job here. Right. I think that man should run for president afterwards. He's definitely showing more leadership. Him and looks, Cuomo, Trump. You know, the guy we have now. It looks good. It looks good for it looks good for uh, for uh, for Newsom right now. Doing that. No, we're um, I want to get back to what Scully made a good point. I think we can open up a lot of states. Scully on a really proactive basis. I think we can do a lot of that in California because of what Franklin said too. We're gonna to have to have uh, less seating in the restaurants, less seating in the coffee shops, but they still need to get more testing done to see what a kind of a running average is of testing a thousand people, how many are anti-symptomatic have already come through it. I That's think that we don't know. 
No, I agree, Tom. You know, honestly, I think it's the turnaround time for that testing. That testing, five days is ridiculous because you're sitting there. Too long. Not knowing. And the problem is that the hospitals, they can't keep you. They can't keep you there. So you're yeah. sitting there with the threat of possibly having it, but not being able to get the care. So earlier you had mentioned about as soon as you feel any type, you know, you can go from zero to dead with any type of respiratory issues. Okay, you can go from zero to dead, but you can't get there. I, when I went to the emergency room, they would not allow me into the actual emergency room. There was a chair outside where they were checking my vitals, and from there they took me to a hot zone area. Literally, like, from there to a hot zone area where, let me tell you, had I not had a mask on, I probably could have contracted it from there. And even then, they're saying, okay, you get tested and it takes five days, but within that five days, if you come back negative from that Tuesday test, by Monday you could have it and not know it. That's right. So you I think a lot of it is just how quick that turnaround testing is. You don't know how is. it's rolling through society. I mean, Scully could be completely clear and not get it, or Scully might get some asymptomatic and all of us could. We don't have a handle. It's a brand new thing. That's what you don't remember with flu killing 50,000 people every year spread out over 50 states over five months. That's right. about 150 people a month if you do it that way. But you don't hear about doctors dying, nurses no. dying. That's the whole thing about if we kill off those people, we're fucked. Yeah. Very, yeah. very true. That's a really good point you make. I didn't even think about that. I was sort of on Scully's side with the numbers. I was like, those numbers are very low compared to the population. But you made a huge point there that it's not about the numbers, but what's in those numbers. It's the and, impact. Uh, it's the impact. It's the yeah, impact. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, got police officers too getting it, and, and that, that just lowers the numbers of officers on the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, to me, these days, heroes, real heroes are wearing scrubs and police officer and fireman uniforms and even even our grocery store clerks, you know. Um, you know, I was at the grocery store today and, and you know, I walked by the gentleman and I pat him on the back, uh, you know, verbally. And, you know, I said, hey, man, we don't appreciate you guys enough. Thank you for your service. I mean, they're offering your service to us. Uh, if it wasn't for these people, grocery stores, if these people decide to go out, go on strike or something like that, we'd be fucked, you know? So, um, you know, just just people we've taken for granted um, are right now today are the ones that are keeping us alive, basically. Well, I think Scully's making a good, good point here. We can't hibernate for the next – we can't just keep going. Uh, sir, I just made a good point, too. You, you did, but we got, I mean, we got to get back to some semblance of getting out amongst society. We really do. Let the man speak. Go on. Well, the fact of the matter is, is these numbers are the lowest numbers in every, in anything that's ever happened in the history of forever. And no one has ever shut down and fucked over the economy, stolen people's lives, taken away their fucking rights, over 700 and de dead people in six fucking months. And it's stupid. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to fucking hold back anymore. I'm tired of people being so fucking sensitive. Okay. Goddamn, take your life. Oh, I hope you don't get fucking COVID-19 in a week and a half, buddy. I don't even <laughs> give a shit. I'd rather die than be afraid. Todd looks like he's getting cabin fever. <laughs> crazy over there. I'm out every day living my life. I don't even know what quarantine means. I don't wear a mask. What the fuck is that about? Cully, how do you feel about the gun shots? Man, I like the energy. It's great. Yeah. How do you feel about the gunshots? Gun shops being shut down. You look like you're, you you don't like that. Uh, it doesn't matter because it all got bought out. Everyone who was against That's guns right. bought one too because they realized the government wasn't going to fucking protect them. I'm good, dude. I'm solid. Hey guys, I want to kind of switch the topic to um, uh, people that I feel besides seniors and black folks who are dying of this. Uh, Hispanics too. <laughs> Latinos and Hispanics too. Yeah, Latino, uh, people with underlying issues. Uh, I wanted to bring this point up. I know I have a friend whose daughter is 18, and this is the year she graduates. Yeah, um, my niece. My daughter. Yeah. Can you imagine how, I mean, as a teenager, any little thing that happens to you, that's your whole world, you know? And she's supposed to graduate this year. She can't really walk. She has to graduate through, uh, virtually graduate. Um, she can't go to her prom this year because of the whole coronavirus. Can I you agree. imagine, Rosie? You're Rosie. You're a girl. You'd not I mean, be able. To, you know, when she, you were eight. I, I mean, got it. 
What's that? I'm 18. I'm okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I mean, your prom, your graduation, that's something you remember for the rest of your life. These young people are being cheated of that experience because of the whole coronavirus. Can you imagine the, the, the world has been around for, you know, thousands and thousands of, a year, of years, and then the year you graduate, yeah. corona wants to hit. That's right. I would be so fucking pissed if I was a teenager. Yeah. You want to know, you want something crazy? Uh, my little, my niece as well, she was supposed to graduate this year. And she's not going to, she you know, she's not going to, she's not graduating. She's graduating, but she's not going to her prom. She's not going to her uh, grad night. She's not doing none of that stuff, you know? Right. And that's something that she was looking forward to because, you know, I would tell her about it. And I'm, you know, I would tell her like, you know, it's nice. It's cool. You're going to have a good time. And it's like, fuck, just man. Kidding. It's like, no, I just mess with you. <laughs> it's like Mother yeah. Nature decided to do what she did. No, now. it's not a, you it's know, not a. Uh, this virus is not from Mother Nature. It's from people who from bats. It's from Wuhan. Oh, I know, but the the market in in, in China where they gather all these where they uh, kill baby kittens and that makes me just so they sad. gather all these animals and chop them up and kill them and it basically spread diseases and that's yes. how it got spread and it what jumped over fuck? from animal to human. So yeah. oh, this is shit that this is this was you know at the end of it as as a girl would I be very sad about the fact that one i can't go to prom yes because prom is big it's you get to pick a dress and you have a date hopefully unlike me i had two <laughs> um, problem was prom was lit it think was about, <laughs> think about think about all the all the young men who were supposed to lose their virginity this year at their prom they're not gonna, <laughs> gonna predict with i mean you know Let that's me a that's a tragedy. You know, these young men are going to go into their 20s without, you know, fucking. And I'm telling you, it is so hard to get pussy these days. It is so hard to get you pussy. You said lose days. their virginity. Yeah, you they were supposed to lose their virginity. Shit, my high school prom, we was doing some Caligula shit. We was past virginity. It was like, okay, <laughs> we're going to get you three over here. I'm going to paint it. <laughs> That's because you're a savage, Casey. So, <laughs> so. So think about this. Think about this. Uh, you know, these guys, are, you know, they're not going to lose their virginity this year. They're not going to get pussy. And then I, I was going to say this. It is so hard to get pussy these days with this. <laughs> for two reasons. Number one, no, nobody wants to be close to each other. Nobody, when you go out and you see a pretty young lady, you can't approach her because you got to do that social distancing thing. So you got to get some oh. six pipping going on. And then number two, if you did have somebody that you were kicking it with pre-corona, they don't want to see you because they're scared you're gonna they're gonna get you know coronavirus. And I try to tell them the chances of you getting another virus is more apt than coronavirus if you're fucking with me, you know. I try to tell them. And number three, you gotta be able to get an erection, uh, Delano. Get a little old for that, bro. Rosie, why are you clapping? What you want me to come in there and show you an erection? Okay, so I wanna know. Actually, I can show it to you from here. I can show it to you from here. Is that what you tripped on earlier? Hey, six feet, six feet, six feet social distance. He does that, that. You know what? You, you, made a, you made a comment about, uh, you know, not being able to go out and say hello to a nice-looking young lady. I think that's just a you problem because of your creepy nature. Hey, listen. I, my thing comes to, no, when it comes to, when it, <clears throat> when it comes to me, Approaching a woman, I have so much confidence. I am not afraid. If I see someone I like, I don't care, I don't care where you are. You can be in my fucking living room. I will, I will come over there and I will talk to you. I don't give Hold a on. fuck. No, no. I will come over there. You can be in my damn living room. No, I am not jerking off. I will fuck that. I can't be comfortable jerking off out here. is not a Delano question. This is an everyone else question. How do you feel about complimenting a woman's child <laughs> while trying to pick up? You're, you're out at the store. Let's say you're at the store and you see a woman and she's got a beautiful child. What a weird child. And you go up to her and instead of saying, you know, ma'am, you look really nice today. You go, you have a beautiful child. How do you think that woman's going to react? Anybody we know? No, what no, no. The fuck? I'm just, just, I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> I just, you know what? 
for fuck's sake. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did somebody come up you, to me and tell me that I had a beautiful child. <laughs> and all I could think was pedophile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, let me let me say this. This uh, child was about two old. years old. This lady is still a child. Central point. This child was two years old. This lady had her child in the cart and she's talking to her child. I go up to her and I say, uh -huh. I said, I said to her, that's a beautiful baby you have right there. Rosie automatically says, Oh my God, you're a pedophile. Oh my God, you're a pedophile. Wait so a minute. Any chances, any chances of me hitting on this woman have are out the door because somebody else just called me out as a pedophile because I complimented a woman's child. That happens all my little girl, when my little girl was two years old, people complimented her all the time. That didn't mean they wanted to fuck was it her. Yes. Yes. Interesting. It's okay for a, let me tell you, nobody is afraid of a woman. Nobody is afraid of a woman, but if a man comes up and says, oh my gosh, you have the most beautiful baby, I'm going to be like, thanks. I had men compliment my daughter. Especially my two-year-old. My two-year-old. What is going girl. on right now? I don't know. I don't know. She, uh, Rosie must have been molested at two years old or something. I don't know, <laughs> man. It should have happened to her at the it store. It happened to me at the store. I had somebody come and approach me and say my five-year-old was gorgeous. And I was like, dude, for real? Like, no. And then he tried to say hello to me, and that just made it awkward. Well, I was on the other well, side. Well, he was on the other side. Oh, wow. It's awkward. Quite awkward. I would say it's... This totally nigga is trying to mess with a girl, and he Thank go you. up to her and compliment the baby. No. Why do you compliment a, a girl's baby? <laughs> don't. Just don't. That's just weird. That's. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get in them ads. What am I going to talk about the I just, I'm not even I thought talk it was about. weird. I thought it was weird. It threw me off a little bit. And let me tell you, it didn't make me think he was attractive. I wasn't like, oh, he's into kids. Girl, you are right, girl. You are right, girl. That is some creepy <laughs> shit right well, there. Here, here's my, hey, here's my advice. If that thank ever happens to you or any of your friends out there, just tell them to respond with "Thank you." He looks like his. It looks like it's father. <laughs> thank you. It, you. You have to understand, Delano is is from Arkansas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the same way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, no, you're right. No, me being from Arkansas is if I came up to you and I complimented your sister. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm your sister, but mate. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Good point, and that's absolutely acceptable. Yes, I believe I was reading up on those laws, and that's okay. <laughs> well, I all, how you feel. When it comes to me macking or talking to women, nobody can ever criticize my game. I you can. You know what, though? But in all fairness, you hey, said macking. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I give. I look. I'm gonna give that in no props. All jokes aside, this motherfucker right here does have the balls to approach a beautiful woman as opposed to other motherfuckers that would not approach. And he has the boss to do it. I'm gonna give him a compliment because I've seen him in action and of he's course. gotten he's gotten numbers. Of so, course you're gonna go yeah. and compliment your boyfriend. He's got words. He, he, he can talk to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's he's <laughs> like right. Uh -huh. What Texas hey, man, I'm, I'm just saying you, you like have a gift like to go up to a woman and just talk Thank to her like and smooth. Oh her. my God. Hey no, I'll push it. Hey, world, I'll push it aside, man. I kid you not, gentlemen. The world. This motherfucker right here has gone up to like motherfuckers have approached these women and they do not get their number. This motherfucker comes along and he does. I don't know what the fuck he says to them, but he gets their number. I have applauded this. This. He this hands month. them twenty dollars <laughs> to give me your number and just pretend like you're really insane. So for real, no, no, our jokes aside, like, seriously, I've seen this homie in action. And I can't, I kid you not, this motherfucker. I can, I you. I can see how it's done. Cheers. I've done this in the past. I know exactly how it works. You walk up and you say, hey, I'll buy you a drink. Just give me a number, any number. It doesn't have to be yours. Just make some shit. Give me your daddy's number. Your boyfriend's number. I don't give a shit whose number it is. Yes. No, you know what? All, all jokes aside, yes, Delano has his metro... Swag going that is very, very acceptable. And let me tell you, most girls would be like, Oh my gosh, you're so clean. How much do you pay your maid a week? Kind of and I like it. I like it. Rosie, I oh, that's so nice. Bella, no, nice as I can get. It hurts right here. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I appreciate that. About it, nicest thing I'm going to say oh. all night. <laughs> I can tell you what, though, you guys cleaned up that whole pedophile, Delano pedophile thing up real nice. Thank you. you just cleaned that yeah. up. 
Bobby just wants to rear the child. It's fine. That's okay. That's fucked up because he's not a pedophile. Thank he's not. He really is not. He looks like I, one, but he's not. He one. means well. He may, he may be creepy, but he means well. He does. I'm mean just well. listening. I am <laughs> just listening. Very big hearts. I'm a big heart. I've seen the biggest thing in the room. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying about Delano. I've been with him and quite a few times to drink breakfast and lunch, and Delano does have a way of approaching people. He's pretty good at it. Oh yeah, Tommy, you've seen me in action, buddy. I have. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, Guys, I appreciate. It. I've been called everything from pedophile to to pimp to uh, metro to. <laughs> Waiting on R. Kelly. From pimp to pedophile. I'll give you. I'll give you a compliment, Delano. When I first met you, I thought, man, this person's pretty good looking, and then I realized you were a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. Sorry, Bo. You guys. I said person. <laughs> I did say person. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate you guys, your compliments about my personal life and, you know, my, um, you know, pimping and stuff like that. But let's get back on topic here. What I was discussing was uh, people, I was going to ask, who are the people you feel the most bad for with all this corona stuff going on? We've talked about, besides seniors, and besides people with underlying issues, and we talked about, you know, the kids who are supposed to graduate this year, who are some other people that you feel bad for? Go ahead, Scully. Uh, everyone that's affected by the uh, businesses that were shut down because they're non-essential, because most of those people are the lower income. And those yeah. are the people that the government of our state say that they protect the most, and they obviously don't. Yeah. Need a haircut. I need a haircut, as you can see. <laughs> Hey, like I told you guys, man, I've been saying this all, you know, since we started uh, this quarantine stuff, you know, I want to say, give a shout out to all the people that are, you know, in supermarkets and stuff like that. And, you know, thank you guys very much, much appreciated. Uh, it's just, it's, it's scary to be out as a person of, you know, going out shopping and stuff. It's scary for us to go shopping just with, you know, just for like a couple of hours, maybe an hour. Now the people that work, or are out there working in this environment where there's a lot of people that they, that they come in contact with, that's kind of scary. That, that'd be scary for them. Cause I've seen, you know, the, 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 what is it? The, the people that were the cashiers that were taking our, our stuff, they, they look, they look scared. Now they have all these, uh, they have like shields and stuff like that, that are, that are pretty much up and stuff. So you won't be communicating with them, but plexiglass. for the plexiglass, like right there and stuff, but it's, it's still yeah. like, it's, it, it's a very eerie new norm. If you want to, you want to call it you know what i'm saying i guess we're not used to it but it's just it's just sat all around man like once once they find some kind of antidote for this shit hopefully they find it yeah um everybody's gonna run out like there's no tomorrow we already have the fucking baseball world the baseball basketball everything has been canceled for the entire year everything yeah everything everything hey v you know who i feel bad for um uh the most are besides the people we mentioned already and scully you brought some something a group of people, Vato V, the people you brought up were good. But the undocumented workers, you know, yes. people who can't receive any type of government services right now because of this coronavirus, and they depended on depended on taking care of their families and themselves, you know, paycheck to paycheck, whether it's under the table, whatever, they cannot apply for unemployment. They cannot apply for any of these services. Even though today Governor Newsom just passed a $175 packet uh, to help these people, but you know, I mean, where can they go to get money? Where can they go to survive? Uh, they have to be, you know, super stressed right now. I feel bad for those they're, people. They're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna apply, man. They're not gonna. They're, some of them might apply, but they're not gonna apply because they're scared to apply because they think that this is like some now kind of setup. Now you got my name out there, and it's like fuck. Like, you know, they're not gonna do it, man. Like, as a Mexican, wow. they're gonna do it, and it sucks because. You know, the, our, our people, you know, there's people out there that really need this, you know what I mean? And they're out, and believe it or not, I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of people out there hustling this, they're, they're selling masks. Now they're selling masks. And they're yeah, still out there masks, and still selling stuff. So it's like, you, you know. They're selling masks or ass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> hey, V, you just brought up a good point, man. One thing I love about your people, Hispanic, you know, Mexicans, 
you know, Salvadorians, people of, the, of that um, uh, persuasion, they work their asses off. They're hustlers, bro. No matter what, no matter what's going on, they are going to survive. They're going to make shit happen. And, uh, dude, I got your girl in my home. It's about to go down, man. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me one second. <laughs> it's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be there. A I'll be there in a second, Rosie. Just go ahead and get you, make yourself comfortable. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they know how to work their asses off. They're gonna hustle. They're gonna survive. That's the thing. That's their spirit that they have, and uh, I admire that. I will say I admire that about about Hispanic folks. I agree. Casey, wear the mask. <laughs> Hey, did you ever think a black man would be able to dress like that and and not get killed and be able to just order extra cheese for his nachos? I don't know. <laughs> walk into uh, ch walk into Chase Bank and say I want to withdraw some money. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Okay now. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. Hey, uh, so anything else? Any last words, guys? We're a little over time here. Any hey, last words? You want to put I in? pulled Go up ahead. your numbers when you guys said we're not sure about the flu. I, I pulled up the CDC. It says uh, even this season, their average between October and March every year, the, the approximate people are 29,000 to 59,000 people. That's correct. That's correct. That's crazy. But yeah. you don't hear during flu season, you don't hear that a doctor or a nurse or a, high, or a sheriff died. That's the difference. Yeah. Yes. That's the difference. That's yeah. My numbers, though, that's insane. Twenty-nine thousand to fifty-nine thousand. Well, Scully, when we get the uh, when we get the correct antidote for it, and we can give people the shot for it, it'll become another thing about flu season. You better be smart and get the shot. That hopefully don't try to write it out without being protected against the virus, whatever that virus is. Um, in 1918, when the flu pandemic hit, you were in your 40s. Um, <laughs> you I was having sex with myself at that time. <laughs> Madness. You know I was going to throw a 1918 joke at you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last words? KC, Tech C, Mato V, Rosie. Hey, uh, a listener said that the people graduating this year are 9-11 babies. Somebody said that. Oh, hey, you know, that's true. That's very, very, you know what? That is very, very true. That's crazy, huh? Bridget I'm Lopez. Gonna, I'm going to put Bob, a 10 for that. that. Wow, that's true. Wow, so they were born in 9-11 and are graduating during this pandemic. That, that is, is crazy. Very, very true. That is who made that point? Who made that point? They deserve a t-shirt. Bridget Lopez Thompson. That, that, she said that. that that's, oh, they're already in. They're already in Boy, Marshawn, I play football with him. Marshawn, oh. I play football with him. Hey, Marshawn, dude, you go, you're going to get a t-shirt. That was probably the most profound thing said in the past two weeks in this show. That's crazy. That is so interesting. These that, people, that means they, they've already lived through some crazy shit in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Casey, do you have his contact information? Yeah, man, I got him. Let's get him, Let's get him a T-shirt. Let's get him a T-shirt. Okay, so, guys, uh, Bato V, Rosie, any last thing? KC, before we end hey, this. Just, you know you hey, you know what, you guys? Just keep your distance. Stay with family. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, just, Just be safe. You know, I'm, 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 i am i He's also an actor here in Los Angeles. Tommy, you want to tell me anything you got coming up during the coronavirus? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just real blessed to be getting a lot of things. You're getting my demo reel redone, and I'll, I'll give you a copy of that in another month or so at Delano, and you'll see what I'm up to. <laughs> uh, Tommy, tell me. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we'll, we're going to have you back on. Trust me, you're one of our favorite guests. Uh, oh, back back the oh, yeah, that'd be great, guys. Yeah, we're gonna we're working on that. We're trying to get back in the studio, of course, when this whole thing slows down. Um, and let's also thank our other special guest, Bato V's girlfriend, Miss Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. 
I was trying to see how everyone else was going to yeah. react it's, here. It's okay, Scully. You're one of my favorites. And I'm just like, oh, no, okay. I feel it. I get it. You're one of my favorites, but I don't want to get emotional in front of the guys. No. <laughs> you know what? I get, I get emotional. <laughs> I get emotional for you. <laughs> All right. So that is it from Tom from XC. What? What's going on? Did someone just say Ross Perot? Yeah. <laughs> you doing something over there? You fucking this up, Tech C? Okay, from Tech C, KC, Bato B, Rosie, Scully, and your boy D, and Tom Catsy. That is our show, folks. Remember, folks. Oh, before we end this thing, Bato B. This is day. You, you don't have anything for us today, buddy? Sir, uh, I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. We're quarantined. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Folks, we're that is our show. Socks and sandals. Socks and sandals. It's enough of you, Tate. <laughs> our show, folks. Remember, in life, you're good. And with our help, you could be, be best. best. That's right, folks. We'll see you next week. Vamos. Cheers, fuckers. Ay, vatos. You guys be safe. Come in, my money. You got a stimulus check.